0: Hello and welcome everybody to episode 96 of the NZXC Clubcast, the official podcast of the NZXC community. (laughs) This podcast is recorded live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time with the official NZXC Discord server. It's available to stream on demand on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. My name is Dennis, with me as always is Ivan.
1: How do you do, my fellow rapophile?
0: I'm doing great, my other fellow rapophile. I'm just chilling out here with my we shop metal mix uh joining us is uh our good friend friend of the show andy andy how are you i'm good
2: just chilling you know
0: chilling? Thursday, short week chilling like a villain yeah having yeah. a good time how's the mustache treating you no it's it coming a- in it's coming in real good dude
2: i know I've, I've been enjoying the mustache life i can't imagine myself without it now
0: have you have you purchased a mustache comb or brush yet
2: Uh, My little scissors came with a comb.
0: Oh, look at that. And I think
2: uh, my mustache wax came with a comb. Andy's mustache
1: (laughs) is the reason why they invented face masks during the pandemic. Fun fact.
2: (laughs) To not subject people from it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) To it. Uh, So today, today on the show, we are joined by a special guest, TechTuber Sensation, certified PC cleaner, car driver, (laughs) Uh, metal fan and, uh, communism overthrow Greg Salazar. Oh, wow.
3: Hey, can you do that for every one of my videos? Like just the intro? Before I'm, I start
0: speaking. I'm super down. If you want me to, I can definitely record something for you. No that was problem. Beautiful. At all. That was beautiful. <laughs> Greg, how'd you do today, man?
3: Uh, I'm doing all right. Thank you guys for, for having me. Um, I have no idea what we're going to talk about. I heard there'd be some conversations. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of nervous, but I'm excited. I think.
0: There would definitely be conversations. There'll be a lot of conversations happening. Oh boy. Oh yeah. boy. Yeah. Buckle we're, up. We're ready to go. We're ready to go. Um, first off I was gonna ask how how's you know, how's everything doing? Like how's how's the channel? You know, how's life? You know? Who uh, are, are, Yeah. okay. Actually, sorry, hold up, let's let's roll it back real quick. For those who don't know, even though I feel like people know, who the heck is Greg Salazar? Why are you here today? <laughs> <laughs> you start with that, right? <laughs> Who are you? Uh, Who are you? Uh, I, I work. I work with
3: computers. It's just uh, my thing, mostly on the channel. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm. I'm a a husband and a dad, and those are my two favorite jobs. But I. Well, sometimes being a husband's really tough, but uh, <clears throat> being a dad is awesome, and it's also really tough sometimes. But they're very rewarding, and then the YouTube thing is kind of. I don't know. I. It, it was my. It was my, my first child, so to speak, out of college. I started it and um, it grew pretty quickly. I didn't see myself doing this in five years at that point, but uh, it kept growing and I, I found ways to kind of sustain myself income-wise through it. And uh, yeah, I'm still doing that. It's still one of my my major sources of income at this point.
0: When did you make the transition to doing like full full-time YouTube?
3: Mm. It was, well, I was still in college when I made like the, the decision outright to just keep doing YouTube. Um, <clears throat> I would gotten out of school and uh, the, the, the job outlook for the field that I was studying was <clears throat> a bit rocky. So I, I decided rather than, <clears throat> excuse me, rather than just like, you know, take my chances, throw out a bunch of resumes, show up some interviews and see what happens. Um, I, I'd rather just keep doing what I was doing. Uh, Kind of being my own boss, um, a decider of my own fate, more or less. Um, I I enjoy that. It's motivation for me. I think it. I think if I had to choose between this and a nine to five job that paid the same that I make now, I would choose this any day of the week. And and actually, even if I was going to be paid a bit more to have a a typical desk job, a nine to five job, I would still probably take the pay cut to do what I'm doing now, uh, just because I, I enjoy being in control um more or less than kind of being able to i don't know yeah just make decisions for myself if i screw up it's on me if i do well it's probably on me as well but um i like that it's 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 a thrill for sure
0: that's awesome um what's what's like so i've i've you know i've i've dabbled here and there in like doing youtube you know just like nothing like, you know, serious where I had like a plan going on and planning on content. But you know, like I, I remember like, like 2016, I just messed around is wanted to see like, what's it like to actually like record a video, edit it, right? Throw it up on YouTube. Um, how much how much of that is like, just learning as you go? And like, did you like, like read any books? Did you like, I don't know, like talk to any people to kind of help you kind of get going on like the whole YouTube thing? Or how did that how did that kind of work out for you?
3: For me, it was a hundred percent learn as you go. Um, I didn't start it in the beginning, like expecting to, for it to become anything, yeah. you know, that would make me money. Um, so when I when I was a I was a sophomore in college, over the summer, I was really bored, had really nothing else to do. I was never the partying type. I didn't have many friends. That was that was more or less my fault. I just didn't like going out. I'm not the kind of guy that would just like walk up to a stranger and be like, "Hi, my name's Greg." I just don't do that that kind of thing. And uh, so I. I made the conscious decision to just stay inside and and try to learn how to video edit uh, and and learn how to I don't know make make presentable videos at the time I was like really big into like vsauce and <clears throat> channels like that and I, I really wanted to to try something like that and just see you know just see if anything stuck uh, so that's why the channel was originally called science studio because it, it really had no Emphasis on on computers per se, right? Um, but my editing was all—I mean, it was all over the place. It was pure garbage. You can do a look at some of our earliest videos, and it's just trash. My my camera gear, all of that, was just super cheap. I was a broke college student, um, but uh, you know, over time, you just you, you watch the tutorials on YouTube. That's a big part of it. Um, YouTube actually got me through calculus two. Um, I almost—I I was on the verge of failing that class out of like the first. <laughs> Three or four weeks into it, I was legit thought I was gonna fail, and I'd never failed a class in my life. Um, never, I never made a C in my life. I was always a pretty good student in high school, but when you when you hit college, you get into something like an engineering program, and it's just all math. It's all like, you know, at that point, it's very, it's not tangible. You have to think of it a different way. Um, YouTube saved me, and that was just even more motivation. Like, I want to be this person who can help other people um, get through. Things like this, maybe not with college or you know college classes in particular, but but if they have questions about things, I want to be one of the guys that they look up on YouTube and can refer to when they're doing things, when they're trying to build things. Um, and then it turned into PCs when I built my first system uh, to kind of enhance my my editing workflow. The PC I had wasn't even a PC; it was like a piece of crap laptop. <laughs> uh, for A couple hundred bucks, right. so I was like, you know what? I'll shell out four or five hundred dollars. I'll build a Core i3, GTX 750 Ti, like entry level oh, build at the time, and uh, and it was, I mean, miles, leaps and bounds better than the laptop I was using. But it was still not yeah. ideal for editing. Uh, nonetheless, that was um, that was one of the big moments in the channel where I realized computer content is pretty hot, and uh, if I want to see if this can go somewhere, I need to kind of focus and, and hone in on that. Um, so that's what I started doing. I started just building more PCs, selling those PCs, maybe for small profits at times, but at least to get my money back and then I could buy other parts right. um, and start showing those on the channel because I had no, you know, I didn't have NZXT or other companies sending me stuff. I was, I was a nobody. I had 10 subs, you know? Yeah. Um, that was how I moved through inventory and, and yeah, it just kept going. Um, I
1: almost failed out of math once and then I did.
3: <laughs> I got a one on the AP calculus exam. It is. <laughs> Wait, wait, on the AP Calc, the AB? <laughs> the, the, the Yeah, like I... Yeah, because there was I, AB I, and then BC, right? So like yeah. BC was like the second, like, it was like Cal 2.
2: Yeah, I was oh. in Calc 1 as a senior and I had a, I mean, I wasn't going to pass anyway, but during the test, I, I was sick and I had a stomach thing. So I had to excuse myself during the test and, you know, go have fun, so to speak. Uh, and then during the, like the, the written out portions, I just doodled
3: yeah oh yeah i did that on my ap physics test um yeah i drew uh i remember very specifically i drew a ship and then like uh the the kraken like coming out of the water like tentacles wrapping around it i made it i mean look if they were if they were giving me an ap score based on my art skills it was a pretty damn good drawing i was like a three or a four you know because like five is the highest right so i was expecting like a two or three on merit but uh nope ended up with a one on that one so I have chances for credit.
2: I drew a wizard, a very poor wizard. Like, it was like a kindergartner drew it. and Then I wrote, "Give me a 1 or a 5," or sorry, a 3 or a 5.
3: <laughs> did did it, did you... it didn't work. Did it didn't work. It didn't work. Dude, they <laughs> are tough to convince, man. I'm telling you, those AP graders there. The college <laughs> of Yeah. Were
1: I you know. a, a science major, Greg?
3: Um, I was, yeah, so I I uh, have an engineering degree at a petroleum engineering. Um, so oil Oil oh, man um all that it was very it was i would say 75% mechanical engineering in hindsight that's what i should have done i should have just gotten a mechanical engineering degree but at the time uh the petroleum field was really hot people were coming out uh, of their four year um you know time in school oh, with, uh, uh, yeah, with with a <laughs> <laughs> <with> 100 <laughs> Anyway, with a 100 grand signing bonus, or not 100 grand signing, but they they come out with six-figure salaries, you know, fresh out of college and $20,000, 30,000 signing bonuses. <clears throat> and if I'm I'm the kind of person where it's like if I'm going to work for a living, I want to maximize profit so long as it's obviously legal, ethical, like and, and this was depending on who you ask, um, I thought it was perfectly fine and something that that would interest me. Uh, but the the problem was the the oil and gas industry pretty much I mean it, it was once we became self-sustaining as a country, we weren't really doing exploratory drilling as much anymore. The number of fully functional offshore rigs dropped significantly. Um, So there wasn't really much hope for us upstream or downstream in the oil and gas industry. And so I, you know, even though I think I graduated like in the teens in my class in in college, it was like, I I was magna cum laude. So I I was, you know, pretty good student, but I wasn't the best. And the only people I knew who were getting jobs were the best. And I didn't want to compete with, any, you know, people that had connections, their parents were oil and gas moguls or whatever. I just, I didn't have those connections. So that was another reason why I really didn't bother jumping into the field because I mean, the timing was just awful. If I had jumped into it when I was a freshman, would have been great. I'd probably still be working in in that field now, but when I graduated, it was, it was terrible. So I was actually really fortunate to have YouTube um, performing as well as it was once I got out, because I'm, I'm not even sure if if I would have been able to have gotten a job, uh, just on merit alone. It,
1: is that the reason why you changed your name from Science Studios? Because you got uh, out of science, I guess?
3: No, I, I changed it, um, actually. So I kept the name for like two or three years. I'd have to go back and look. So I kept it and then I changed it. And then I went back to it and then I changed it again. I, I, I know. Um, but I, I did have it originally for a good while. And it was only because it was kind of like paying homage to, to the, the origins of the channel, because at the very beginning, it was just science in general. It was topics that really didn't have anything to do with computers uh, specifically. Uh, but once I noticed, like I said earlier, the, the the interest in PC content was way higher than any of my other content that I published, um, I really started focusing on the computer stuff. Well, I kept the channel name for a good while, despite that, um, just because that was, it was name recognition. By that point, I was building a brand and I didn't want to change it in the growth phase. I think we got to a hundred thousand subs from ten thousand in less than a year. It was pretty pretty quick growth at that point. Um, but I, I I changed it because there were people you know, they'd make comments about like why is this called science studio? It's about computers and like <laughs> science covers a, a very wide range of topics and I certainly felt like computers fell into that category. But it was I mean it was very. It was a very broad term to use. And in hindsight, if I had known that I would have ended up as a PC channel, I wouldn't have called it Science Studio. So that was why I ended up changing it. Um, and this all happened much, much later, much, much further along than when I'd gotten out of college.
0: It's really interesting that you decided to swap over from like the science and like math stuff to to computers. Because, I mean, there's, there's like a ton of educational channels that do really, really well as well. So I'm curious mm-hmm. as like... Like, would you would you ever like want to go back, or maybe like make like a second channel that's like science focus, or just would you just stick to computers or hardware? Yeah, I
3: I've thought. I mean, <clears throat> there have been times when I've I've tried to launch second channels, they yeah. just they just never work. I mean, you have to be you have to, in all honesty, if you really want to have a successful second channel right out of the gate, you have to be. You have to be big. You have to have a right. huge presence. Linus can pull it off. He can literally start a channel and in two days have 100,000 subs. And that's because he can recycle subscribers more than likely from his other channels. He can do that because he's already so big. So he can create a self-sustaining channel more or less as long right. as the content's good. And I'm not taking away from the merit of that. Uh, but I don't have that kind of presence. So anything that I start after the fact is going to take a ton of effort and time, resources on my part. And yeah. that, of course, would, would detract from my, my work on the main channel. Um, And I've noticed that and I'd much rather just keep what I've got going here going um, rather than risk that for the sake of another channel that I'm not even, you know, guaranteed success with. Um, So I, I, you know, I've, if I, if I could have started both at the same time, maybe, yeah, um, maybe just like, you know, whatever I'd learned in class that day, if it was like a theorem, like some, some calculus equation, whatever, maybe I could have made a few videos on that because let's be honest, math, Really isn't going to change. The way you solve equations might change. The, the the methods to get to the end result might change. But in the end, math is math. So it's not like tech, where every other week there's some new product out. So no, oh, I've got to go and out create another video because um, this previous product the video I made is obsolete. You know, it's it's not like that. So right. I, I would have done that more of like for the long term investment. Even if I got very small view counts in the beginning, yeah. I'm sure that video would have been. Viewed multiple times way into the future. I think that's where the the educational channels have it made. Those that that teach things like even like history. History right. doesn't change. You know, our our interpretations of it, and the things we discover after the fact might change to an extent, but history is history. So um, those kinds of channels are are really in it for the long game. Whereas with PC tech, I mean, how to build a PC, that's probably not going to change anytime soon. But the the reviews, like the product reviews. Um, All kinds of things like that. Those are all changing every every month if not every year and um, It's more fast-paced in that respect. So I don't know there's there's give-and-take But I I definitely wouldn't want to give this part of it up Um, if I could do both sure but it's tough It's really tough as a one-person show. It's near impossible I would say
0: you're in for a surprise because we're actually about to announce on this podcast for you math Two coming out today Let's go. Get those <laughs> channels ready, everyone. <laughs> Math two point <laughs> out Let's, Let's do re- it. <laughs> two. <laughs> um, no, so oh, you actually man. touched us on you, you, you. actually touched on something that I wanted to ask you. Is like how do you? So you you're you're mentioning like how just the hardware space is always evolving, is always changing, right? There's always something new coming out, something new to like review, and like test out. How do you keep up to date on like all the hardware news? Just like yourself.
3: I honestly don't keep much up to date with it. So like there's channels that, that just push out content about, you know, maybe it speculates about yeah. what's coming up next. What do we think Zen 5000 is going to be like, or Zen 6000, like whatever way into the future, like channels do that. And, and that's fine. That's their, that's their niche. And, and a lot of them, frankly, do it pretty well. Um, especially when they have like the the leakers and stuff, they have their connections that will kind of divulge information that, that helps them sustain their channels. Um, I don't have anything like that. Um, I, I also, I'm not really interested in competing with channels like that. Um, It's never been something that's like really interested me. I don't like being wrong. And because I don't like being wrong, I don't like making those kinds of educated guesses about what products will be like. So I just don't really, you know, if it's a new product launch, sure. Like I might read an article about it or something. I actually don't watch a lot of tech YouTube. I'm not sure if, if this is the case for other tech YouTubers out there, but I just don't. I used to watch other channels, channels that I compete with in quotes, even though, you know, we all kind of work together. We we are still sharing views. And I used to watch a lot of other channels to kind of see where they were headed, their direction. Um, but now I, I don't really do that much anymore. And I, I find that that's really freed up my my creative process. I don't feel pressured to create content because other channels did. Um, in fact, I have even kind of shot myself on the foot at times where I release a video and it's like a day before something else happens and I, I look like an idiot, but you know, it's just because I, I don't like, I, I don't know. I, I don't like kind of speculating and, and wondering what's going to come out next. It's inevitable. Something's going to come out at some point yeah. soon and it's going to change everything. So I'd rather just wait till it happens and then kind of pounce on
0: it. Right. I mean, no, that, 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 um, that makes a lot of sense. Cause I actually heard the, uh, a similar thing, um, from other creators just in general saying that, like, they don't tend to watch a lot of the channels because they're so focused on what they're doing and, like, their content and, like, what their plan is that, you know, looking at other channels or looking at, you know, quote-unquote competitors, as you say, um, can potentially kind of, like, mess that up a little bit, right? Or maybe get, like, an idea in their head that they weren't thinking before, right? As opposed yeah. to being focused on, the, on, on, like, what they want their channel to be like. So yeah, to know. kind of get you on with that, obviously, I mean, you've been doing you've been doing really, really well with the cleaning PC whole thing you're doing right and i have one specific question about this because as soon as i saw that i had one thought so correct me if i'm wrong but it kind of felt to me like this pc cleaning deep cleaning series was almost like born out of necessity am i wrong on that or was that more just like an idea you've had for a while because i know like during the pandemic there was a little bit of like a drought in content right because there wasn't a lot coming out right it was hard to get stuff people were complaining you know why are you showing us hardware that we can't buy so on and so forth so when I saw that you were doing these videos, I'm like, this is freaking brilliant, right? Like, just re- there really isn't a whole lot going on. People can go outside, right? And this guy's just taking people's computers and he's cleaning them. And it it, it, it felt almost like perfect, like pandemic style content. Am I wrong on that? I no, I think right? I actually never really thought of it like that. But I think that's very fair.
3: <clears throat> because um, if I'm being perfectly honest with myself, um, I wasn't at all motivated to to. Continue on the track. I was I was on because if I had I mean, I'd be like Let's be honest probably 90% of the tech channels out there that are Making the same kinds of content and noticing that their viewership continues to drop. I didn't want that to be me I'd been I'd been in that boat many many times Um, And so yeah, I mean I think out of necessity to a great extent um, I was forced to think outside the box and come up with an idea that that didn't rely on new tech that most viewers are just unenthusiastic about at this point yeah. particularly graphics cards anything involving a graphics card right now you're gonna get flack for yeah um, especially like new builds and things so I thought to myself well why why not just create content around builds that already exist and first off that kind of circumvents the idea that like oh I'm getting stuff for free haha you guys can't buy graphics cards yeah. but I I'm getting them and, and I can do stuff with them and so, Look at all know, these no frames you're told, not
2: like, getting.
3: Yeah, like, <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't want to be, I, I, I didn't want to hear that. And, 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 and honestly, if, if we're being consistent here, I mean, that's, that's kind of a fair point. I mean, yeah, it's one graphics card, right? It's yeah. two graphics cards. It's just a drops of sand on the beach. But, but at the end of the day, it doesn't look good. It really doesn't look good when channels are are doing these kinds of things, making these kinds of videos in the presence of, 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 of a sharp disparity uh, in, in cards overall, or at least the cards are way more expensive than they should be. Um, so yeah, I think out of necessity, I, 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 I was really trying to find something that would sustain the channel. Um, and, and, and kind of a, a weird turn of events has actually propelled the channel um, we've, we've grown faster at this point in, in these last few months than I think the channel ever has, with the exception maybe of the first big growth spurt we had in the beginning to uh, when we got to around 100,000 subs. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, it's... it's, it's that, I mean, that in and of itself, and trust me, like cleaning PCs, I mean, it's, it's fun for the first few. And yeah, it's satisfying seeing the end result. But what I don't tell a lot of people is that it, it does suck at times <laughs> in the middle of it. It's very frustrating when you've got just like tons of dirt clumped up, Maybe you've got these really big stains i've seen nasty stains on pcbs and things i'm like how the heck does this crap get here and i just scrub for for several several minutes focusing on just one little part of a board uh, and it just drives me nuts that it won't come up easily um and those kinds of things i mean you if it wasn't for the viewership um i i just i probably wouldn't do it um the fact that the the (laughs) playlist is doing as well as it is yeah and that, that is all the motivation I need because people like seeing that stuff. I mean, that, that's that's my fuel to kind of push me through those really <clears throat> nasty builds that I've had to clean so far and will probably clean in the future. <laughs> well, I have a,
1: a million subscriber idea for you, Greg, for your sec, for your second YouTube channel. Here we go. Uh-oh. You deep clean people's cars. I, right?
3: <laughs> I have yeah. I have thought about it.
1: <laughs> so I know I know you're a car guy and I'm sure you know your car is, is is as immaculate as your computers, right? Like I'm sure you clean it, right? <laughs> yeah, most of the time. All right, so I have a I have a funny story. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Not man. a funny story, but I guess the inspiration behind this idea. So, yesterday Andy and I had to come to the office because we had we had to clean the office. Actually, we had to
2: <laughs> deep clean our own warehouse. <laughs> we had to deep
1: clean our warehouse because they uh, we have like no more space, and they're like you got to get all these things out of here. So Andy and I came to the office yesterday. It was the first
2: time we've seen each other in person and first time we've seen
1: each other in a long time. Gave each other a hug and everything. I missed them. Uh so we're cleaning we're cleaning the warehouse, right? And then it's time to go to lunch. And you know we have a, a tricky parking situation here at the office where we have to double park a lot. So I didn't want to move my car. So Andy volunteered graciously. He's like I'll drive you in my car if you don't mind sitting in a dirty car. And I was like yeah I don't mind. But when he said dirty, I, did, I was not expecting <laughs> I was Uh-oh. not expecting to sit on a mountain of uh, honey sticks.
3: <laughs> I love my honey <laughs> sticks. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, you know, Andy, I'll be honest with you. I don't see uh, you as, like, the the dirty car type. You, you seem like the kind of guy that would be, like, you know, put together. Then you and, don't know and Andy not, like, <laughs> living it, in a totally That's
2: how I just present myself, I guess.
3: <laughs> it's a facade we it's were like it's to. all a lie it's all a lie <laughs> oh
2: but
1: in any defense you know the the car was primarily dirty because he helped his friend move um but anyway yes. i i do think that would be an interesting channel or video idea like cleaning people's cars i, I think i would watch <laughs> that because i've seen a lot of dirty cars out there
3: yeah I, and i would do it for free too i would follow the same model that i follow here <clears throat> where i can monetize my content um, that that I that I make the the content I create around these cleanings. So I don't need to charge the viewers, right? Um and I think that's what makes it the most exciting. I mean, yeah, seeing the transformation, sure, I mean, you could you could go to any channel and probably see a transformation, but nine times out of ten, maybe even nine point nine times out of ten, that's a paid service. um so the the fact that we're able to do it for free uh, on the viewer side because we can monetize our content, we get you know adsense revenue from it. we get external sponsors that have, um, graciously supported us in in those playlists so far to date. Um, that's, that's what puts food on my table. So, um, I don't have to kind of roll over any expense to the viewer. And, and I think that that's also been one of the things that's kept viewers, um, in, in the act of like submitting their builds for cleanings in the area. I never thought we'd have as many submissions as we we've had in just the Orlando, Florida area um i I didn't think there were that many dirty systems to to be frank and and viewers that watch my channel in this area but um it's been very humbling i've been very appreciative of of the fact that people are willing to to give me their systems for you know days sometimes even weeks depending on how dirty the builds are um and uh and let me clean them i mean that's putting a lot of faith in me so uh least i can do is not charge you for it right (laughs)
1: Andy, send Greg your Ferrari so he can clean it.
2: <laughs> One thing about that, though, like when – um, because since, you know, I don't drive to work, I maybe drive once a week, and I fill up gas, like, once every other month, basically. And my car just doesn't get moved, and, like, my trunk has become a storage space, essentially, because, like, I need to <clears> – <throat> I need more space, and it's like I just hear
3: excuses right now. I mean, it's like fair, fair, fair.
2: But when I was helping my friend move, I I had
3: yeah, 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 yeah. All right,
2: all kind of just spilled out. Uh,
3: Uh I I want pictures after this, Andy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna message you. I, I want you to send me some photos. I need to see how bad this is. It's
1: not as bad. It wasn't bad it until there. I saw the honey sticks. When I saw the honey <laughs> sticks, I was like, why is there a bunch of like empty honey yeah, sticks? Like, and it's and random <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is so like... good. You go to the market <laughs> and you just like I, uh, yes, very random seeing the honey sticks. I
0: have a, so I have a question from our community regarding the uh, deep clean stuff. Um, so First question is, and if you don't want to divulge any information, perfectly cool. Um, how does it deal with brand supplying parts for the deep clean work? so yeah so um
3: what i've kind of molded it into Mm. um is i i've i've been selecting builds that are purposefully dusty like really dusty obviously the the dustier the better it's the the point of the playlist um but then when we have like (laughs) yeah but 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 then we have like a build that that has like a really old case or something um, or a really old power supply, or what have you, okay. and we've partnered with brands, and, I, and I've reached out to them and said, Hey, look, um, if you're willing to send these products, um, and kind of treat this as a, as a promotional thing, where we'll promote the new product that we're going to showcase in the build, talk about why this is a much better choice, why this is a really good upgrade over this old, you know, horrible airflow case that this build yeah. has currently, um, then let's work something out like that. So we, we've worked out with brands. And, and one of the, the big ones is actually a competitor of NZXT. <gasps> but um, they've been really cool. Um, and so we've been able to work out um, and deal with them. So they, they've actually sponsored the remainder of the series That's awesome. um, for this this season, I should say. <clears throat> and um, they, they they're very cool. They tell me, look, anything you need, it could be a case, power supply, cooler. If we make it, we'll send it for whatever build. And I've been kind of hesitant to take all of it at one time for one build because, like, the point yeah. is to see the transformation. You don't want to replace half the build with new stuff. <laughs> right, yeah. And then it's like, oh, it's clean. I it's like, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I try to limit it to, like, maybe just the case or, or maybe the power supply and the cooler, depending on, you know, how you can tweak it up. But I still try to clean everything. Even though I'm not going to reuse the component, I still yeah. try to deep clean it just because it is a, a satisfying part of, of the playlist is, is seeing that transformation. So it's um, yeah, right. that's,
0: yep. Yeah. How far or how long until you get into like pimp my right status where it's like, you know, I heard you like video cards. So I gave you 20 of them. <laughs> Have fun mining for Bitcoin.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be, that'd be a major sign of the times. Huh? Definitely
0: different than what we're dealing with now. Yeah. Golly. Yeah. um So another question from actually the same person, Maverick. Uh, has anybody ever reacted negatively to any of the part changes in the deep clean uh,
3: No. And I so I purposefully, I purposefully bring this up whenever I meet them. So I, right. I try to meet them somewhere kind of halfway between where they live and where I live. I don't I don't try to make them drive all the way here. Yeah. But um, what I what I do when I first see their build, they take it, pull it out of their car, they put it in my trunk, and then I. I ask them. I say, "Is there anything in here that you're super sentimental about? Uh, obviously, aside from the the storage drives, yeah. uh, which which has data <laughs> on you, them, I'm not going to change those drives. <laughs> unless you want me to. You know. <laughs> but uh, other than that, um, is there anything you you really want to see?" Stay in here and and nine, you know, I, I haven't even run into there is one person I ran into who didn't want really much change at all. He told me he's like, I'm content with this combo. He had like a 2600 and like a GTX 1070 and a tower cooler. And he's like, I'm I'm cool with just the way that this is. And I think he had an S, S340 Elite, uh, if I if I recall. Oh, yeah. uh, but it was, you know, he was he was content with what he had. And, and I respected that. I didn't change anything. Um, I might have changed his RAM. I'm not sure. But I, I did ask him beforehand. So I always check with the with the viewer, the owner of the build and make sure they're okay with swaps. And they usually are because they're free upgrades for them. And, you know, I'm not going to downgrade them. Uh, and at the same time, they're going to get their system clean for free too. So it's yeah. not like they're really losing out on any side of that. They're just not going to have their build for a few days. So, and yeah, no, I do have to make sure. Too. What's up? And they get it on YouTube. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. They can show their friends, hey, this is my build. Yeah. I, I don't really know what that's like. I've never been in their shoes, but I, I imagine that's got to have some kind of thrill factor to it. So um, I try to... Yeah, give it plenty of screen time for him too.
1: The the only thing Dennis wouldn't want deleted from his machine is his anime folder.
0: <laughs> Pretty much, Not yeah. touch
1: that. Don't look inside there either.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that's actually funny because um I thought I thought you're gonna say my anime figure, which I, I actually don't. So I, I'm 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 using an elite right now, so I don't have the like anime figure because there's, there's no room in the case. But um have you have you ever seen a computer that, that had they had like something like really weird in it? Just like something like you um, wouldn't expect.
3: I mean, aside from, like, dead cockroaches and things, not really. Um, like, How does that like, happen? Like, action figures and stuff. Like, I I've, I've, I haven't i have had a build that's had an app. I mean, usually they take that loose stuff yeah. out. Like, if it's just something that just sits on the power supply basement or whatever, yeah. Um, those things aren't in there. For some reason, everyone gives me their power cable, though. Like, they assume I don't have power <laughs> cable, seriously Like, I always like... get and I And I never realize that they give it to me until it's too late. And I'm like, God dang it. So I just leave it in the trunk, you know, until yeah. I have to give it. And then I forget to even give it back to them because it's just not something I ever... <laughs> usually think about because i have like a hundred of those cables so
0: no yeah. yeah we actually tell people when they return their pieces for rma to not send us any cables like don't send us the cables we have all that stuff we have a ton right. of them and then <laughs> i
3: think i'm gonna have to start saying yeah
0: the and then i'll get like a dm on like twitter so yeah so i sent my computer in for rma and I sent the cable and I don't have it anymore. I'm like, oh yeah, because they tell you in the email. Please don't send. The yeah, cable. <laughs> well, yeah,
3: because you're not going to think about sending one back, yeah, right? Because yeah. that should be something that they keep. You don't, you don't need that.
0: Yeah, yeah, true. That's a good point. Try to be clear with the instructions. <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> I need, I need something like that. I'm going to make them read a little document before they, <laughs> before they meet
0: me. Yeah. Um, last, uh, I was probably say the probably last question about this. Uh, what do you do with the old parts? Do you just give them back? Um, yeah, I've talked about this in one of my one of a couple of videos. I, I said um, at at one point earlier on that
3: I was going to keep them, and um, after they've been cleaned, I would recycle them and, and to other builds that were also being cleaned. Um, I, I have no use for them. I mean, I, I'm not, you know, it's it's yeah. it's not like I'm if I'm being honest, struggling to get a hold of a of a CPU cooler. You know, I, I can pretty much contact whoever and and they'll probably send one. Um, so it, it's not like they have any monetary value to me, but. Um, obviously they don't really have much value to the original owner either if they're getting a free upgrade and the upgrade's usually pretty substantial if they're with like the Intel stock cooler or even a Ryzen stock cooler. Um, But what I'll do is if they have like a a really old Zalman cooler, for instance, and I upgrade them to an AIO or something, um, I'll keep that Zalman cooler. uh, But this might be the case where like, I never really have I don't know. I, I never really have a use case for it because it is so old to begin with. Um, so right. I'll try to find like a really, really old school build and that, that, that can use it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and every now and then I do run into that situation. Um, but most of the time, with especially like the, the power supplies and things, uh, it, it's tough. I don't want to have to give somebody another power supply from someone else when I don't really know how long that power supply has been used, right, yeah. how well it's been kept up with. So I'm still sitting on a lot of those components, uh, <laughs> if I'm being honest, because yeah. I'm just I, I I don't know enough about them to feel confident to 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 even if they're upgrades more or less. It's, it's, I'm just not sure. So I, I nine times out of ten try to just upgrade them with new components that have warranties and and things attached right. to
0: them. Is there anything cool that you like? That like showed up in a computer. I don't. Know. I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm trying to think. Like, what would be cool, but like, I don't know. Has someone ever rolled up with like a computer that had like an AGP video card or something like that. <laughs>
1: like, just, like, one time more... I found a honey stick inside of
0: one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, you know or it's, like something like old school that like they don't make anymore. I don't know, like a FireWire uh, PCI thing. I don't know. I'm trying oh, to think like, what would be cool. Yeah, I think um, it,
3: it's it's. T- I mean, I found a few of those um those NVIDIA motherboards. Um, I forget oh, what they're. Boy. What they're- the the ones that have you know they're they're from like 2008 yeah, era. I didn't know they um,
2: made motherboards.
3: They're pre- well, they're not like so they're NVIDIA branded, but they have NVIDIA chips on them for like integrated graphics mm, more or, or less. Or, like a
0: PhysX um, card.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's it's really yeah. It's, I, I, let me, I, I've I've run into a few with um, really old school. Audio cards as well, sound yeah. cards. Those are those are always fun to look at. Sound cards, but, to uh, do a thing. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I've cleaned, I think, two boards so far that have that have had those NVIDIA chips on them, and and those are those are pretty cool to clean because when you take off, like they're all under heat sinks and things, yeah. so you know the boards like got something beefy underneath them. The heat sinks are enormous, yeah. and when you take those off to clean underneath. There's like NVIDIA chip, and then another NVIDIA chip, then there's a physics chip, and it's like, it's just it, it's you don't see things like that anymore. So it's kind of cool to kind of look back on older hardware like that and restore it, bring it back to, to you know working, presentable yeah. order um, so they can get more life out of them. And that's 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 another reason why I think the playlist is doing so well is that people are, are more or less stuck with what they have. Um, they, they can upgrade graphics cards, which is usually, th- that's one of the first things you address. Uh-huh. And uh, so this is a way for me to kind of extend the life of their current rig sure. so they don't need to spend hundreds hundreds of dollars more than they should on a, a newer graphics card, especially. I,
1: I thought the rarest thing you ever see inside of a one of these computers was going to be a graphics card. To be, a <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know I did I have. A,
3: <laughs> I I don't know if I still have it. I I might have. Let me, Let me get it. It's right here. i gonna grab it
0: right now. Yeah. So so just real quickly for those in the chat who are asking. Uh. So yeah. Back in the day, and I think this was like when Borderlands one, like circa that year. I don't remember when, what year that was, but uh. Yeah, there was a time where NVIDIA was making separate cards that were just for uh, physics processing to offload mm. the load on the GPU or CPU. And then there was, like, no one's buying these. We're just going to put it in the card now. <laughs> so it's just, like, a normal yep. part of, like, software. I don't know if there are actual Sounds chips anymore. like the
2: anymore. N64 expansion pack. Kind of like that, yeah, yeah. yeah
0: and, like, much. the SFX chip or whatever it's
2: called on the yeah. Super Nintendo. Are, are,
3: are our cameras on is this or is just like an audio thing No, i can share a, yeah. a screenshot of whatever you want to share. Uh, okay down. yeah so this one oh uh, boy it, it's in one of our most recent uh cleanings so this My is a 900 has... gt um it's still pcie so it's not like super super old but, it's old um, enough. but you can see like i don't know if it's gonna focus but it's like that's DVI the back <laughs> As a
0: video? it's still
3: really gross that's like corrosion like it, it won't oh, come boy. out um i mean if i if i like really wanted to to buff it out i'm sure i could but it's just not worth it the card's not worth call
2: you know, your local metallurgist
3: like so yeah that's um that's probably the oldest like graphic i mean i thought i thought it was really cool um yeah, to, yeah. to see a card that old but it's not i mean yeah, you could probably play the sims on it that's about it i miss when computer hardware looked like that though yeah i was, it was, I was gonna like, say uh, yeah yeah it's just uh, art, you know? Flames it was on the card.
0: Different. <laughs> That's how you, <laughs> Could you know it's Can you imagine good?
3: seeing one of these in like a vertical bracket in a build? Like it just uh, that'd be sick. And it's
0: just. That'd be sick, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah and that then the box always had like a,
1: a wizard on it or something. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, like some like, like like hot lady or something.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I gotta Google this now. Old video card art. Yeah, they're there. I, I remember I had a card. It was a Radeon, and it had like a sword and a shield or something on the front of it. But yeah, cards used to. I don't know what happened. I don't know when we decided to make this change, but I kind of wish it would go back. I would definitely pay for like a retro ing of like a video card that just has like really wonky art, like the yeah. front of the box. And... I
3: bet it would sell pretty well too. I mean, I think it would too. Yeah, it's just something different. People yeah. would pay for. It. I mean, even if they had, you know, what I'd be interested in is if they had cards like this one where it had like a flat shroud. And and you could easily remove it and then just paint it or like do something you know cool, yeah, do your yeah. own thing like you could put stickers on because a lot of cards now have like so many like creases and, and crevices and curves to them like you can't really make it look good but if you have a flat card uh, or cards. a flat shroud <laughs> then you can really trick it out that yeah. that would be
0: pretty dope yeah oh here we go here's the old sapphire card I actually had this card by the way this fifty seven seventy this was fifty seven seventy this was the ish back in the day. If you had this card, you were balling. <laughs> uh, who's not that? Even who's... AMD, ATI. <laughs> yeah. Who's that? Yeah. Um, who's that video card manufacturer who makes like the anime cards?
1: I think it's colorful. Is it colorful? Or yeah, I think so.
0: They make like the the waifu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the waifu, waifu cards.
1: cards.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Um, all right, so, at a... I have another question here uh, for you, Greg. So. For us here at NZXT, right, the pandemic has had a very unintended consequence of actually being really good for business, right? Because everyone's stuck at home, everyone's buying computers, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, not, not downplaying the seriousness of it, right, but it was just really surprising to see just how many people were buying hardware. I mean, like, this is something that, you know, that's been reported on all over the place. What was that kind of effect on you uh, in your channel during, like, the early stages of the pandemic when people were just like, I guess I'm stuck at home now for, like, however long?
3: yeah i mean i didn't really i didn't really see anything we hadn't started the pcdc series yet so the channel was pretty much just on the usual track that it that it had been on for a good while i didn't see any spike as a result of that if anything i mean the the reason why i think so many people were spending money i mean first off yeah they were stuck indoors yeah um they, they had to work from home maybe uh or maybe they just wanted to try something different they were getting bored uh, but then also, like specifically in the States with how much money was being given out, the stimulus checks and things, um, I mean, that's a, a lot of that money went into those kinds of products. Um, So it's uh, another reason why I think demand was especially high. Uh, but then, you know, these people get these things and and then uh, the graphics card market just goes to crap kind of at the same time. Um, They're getting into this and they realize that cards are really expensive. Well, it wasn't always like that. You know, you just got into it. So you you probably you see this and you think it's normal, but it's really not. Um, so it just kind of compounded things. I, I never really saw on my side, like a, a change in, I don't know. Uh, I think the people who are watching me had always kind of been into it. Maybe they had just right. built their first rig finally, but, but I didn't see anything that indicated that tons of more people, which, which we know it was happening. I mean, just the search inquiries alone for PC gaming went way up uh, yeah. in, in early 2020. But, uh, yeah, I, i'm kind of surprised in hindsight that it wasn't as big of a shift as 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 it was because of of how many just the sheer number of people that were getting into it um, for whatever reason just to build or maybe they're buying pre-built for work or maybe they're trying to game with them too you know you never know
1: so speaking of building greg uh andy mentioned to me and he couldn't elaborate i asked him like did he really build this with his hands but he said you recently built a house is that true wait what did you recently build a house?
3: Um, well, I had a... Well, I, had, no,
1: I, I
2: had, didn't say he built
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> With his two hands. <laughs> That's what I asked you. He did a barn no, raising. I meant,
2: like when he <laughs> had a plot of land, then designed a house and had, I, I assume, right?
3: Yeah, well, yeah. So this one, I mean, this is kind of like a, you could call it a starter house. It's a, it's a fairly, it's a fairly decent size. I mean, it's like 3000 square feet. I, I needed the space because I, I work out of two of these rooms. So. I needed a bit more space than than I probably otherwise would have for a family of three or four. but um, we just built it kind of in a cookie cutter type of way. So they have like pre-built designs. Um, and you kind of choose the different like flooring, different cabinets, countertops, things like that. But the overall layout of the house, the shell of the house, is predetermined. Uh, and you just choose between a different, you know diff- uh, any number of different house styles that they uh, that they offer. Um. So, like, some of them are like one-story, three-bedroom homes. Some of them are two-story. Like, this one's a two-story, four or five-bedroom home. So, we we went with the option to close in the fifth bedroom, uh, convert it into an actual bedroom instead of just an office slash foyer, and um, and so those like those are the kinds of things you can choose when you build those kinds of houses. Now, the next kind of house, if we ever in this freaking house market, who knows? But there's if someone is housing... buy a
2: house, especially in California, it, oh um, yeah, I just, dude, I, I
3: I would I would love to to live somewhere in Cal. I mean, California weather's beautiful. I mean, there's a reason why people move there. I mean, it's it's a beautiful place to live. I have tons of family that that still live there. My dad grew up in L.A., but I I cannot imagine paying two million dollars for a two thousand square foot house. I just can't. I can't fathom it, and I, it just doesn't make any sense to me. And, and, and unless you have a job that pays well enough to justify moving there, it just, it's not something I would do of my own free will because I can work from anywhere. I and mean, that's kind of one of the, one of the, the joys of, of doing tech YouTube work is I, I can, I can do it remotely and you know, wherever I want. As long as I have internet access, I'm, I'm, I'm good to go, you know, just need a
1: set and a camera. Yep. That's buy it. A plot of land, Andy, in Florida, instead of a house in California. That's true. But
2: I didn't want to see you though. <laughs> so
1: you see me on zoom yeah. i mean yeah you have seen him right now
2: we, we can't go to what was hot wings hot chicks
1: oh yeah we went to this place it? called hot chicks where, I another funny story yesterday so <laughs> yesterday when we go to lunch right um we went to our favorite restaurant here at mzxt it's called domestic barbecue um, love it shout out to domestic but they were closed for fourth of july holiday So I told Andy, like, hey, you know what? There's a new restaurant on the same street. It's called Hot Chicks and they make fried chicken and pizza. Do you want to check it out? And he goes, oh, yeah, for sure. Let's go. So we get there and I order first, you know, order my chicken sandwich and french fries. And then Andy's looking at the menu and he's like, I can't order anything from here. He's like, and I go, What do you mean? He's like, Yeah, I don't eat fried food or, or dairy. I'm like, why the heck did you say you wanted to come? here? I thought they would have a grilled chicken sandwich. <laughs> I, I told you it's like a fried chicken and pizza. You place. said
2: chicken. He said
0: chicken. Okay, okay, yeah. but but to be fair, right? If someone says let's go to the chicken spot, when are they ever talking about grilled chicken? Nobody purposefully oh, owns-grilled chicken. Nobody like, purposefully orders grilled chicken. You ordered grilled chicken out of necessity. Unless it's not like a
3: sandwich or something. Yeah. Okay, or I
0: like dietary dietary the,
1: the, the funniest part of the story. The funniest part of the story is uh, I, ordered, so I ordered my chicken sandwich. My fried chicken sandwich with French fries. Oof. And Andy ordered a cheeseless pizza, right? Dude, <laughs> like you
3: that. would be the kind of guy to order something like that, man. What the <laughs> crap? Well, how, how do you even... Like, how do you even keep a straight face ordering that kind of food? Like,
1: it's
2: (laughs) it's very hard. I get so many looks, and plus, also, I'm the guy who drinks just a crap ton of water. The waiters also love me as well because, like, (laughs) they just keep on filling up my cup, and then I'm like, "Uh, can you give me a fried chicken pizza without the fried chicken grilled chicken and add vegetables instead of french fries
0: i've actually oh, never seen you drink water andy every time we're on a call he, i always see you drink boba
1: he'll well, yeah. drink a cup of water like in half a second Jeez. Uh, anyway, for oh, the, 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 my, my sandwich gets it before his pizza right and I tell him, Andy, is it cool if I eat my food before you? He's like, Oh yeah, I guarantee you, I'm gonna eat my pizza before you finish that sandwich. And I was like, There's no way this guy's gonna eat an entire pizza before I finish my sandwich. So I ate half my sandwich. Sure enough, his cheeseless pizza arrives And it's a pretty large pizza. It's like uh <laughs> thirteen inches. A thirteen inch pizza. It's not it's not a small pizza. It's
3: just bread um, and sauce, right? Like pretty yeah. much. what even is that?
2: Well, like also they had
3: pure heartburn. He
1: finished his pizza before I finished my chicken sandwich, an entire 13 inch pizza. And yeah, I was impressed, Andy. I didn't think you were going to do it, but you did it, man. 13 is huge, teenager. right? Cause like,
0: <laughs> what's the size of, of like a personal pizza? At, like at like, uh, like, uh or... yeah, whatever. It was, like it's, it, inches, it, was right? it was like eight inches It was slightly bigger than that. It's like eight inches, right? I'm looking this up. Personal? No, it, 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 I think they're around pizza, the same size. Pizza Hut.
1: Oh, that's different.
0: Those. Is it different? Yeah. I don't think it's different. Um,
2: It is. I think it is. Because the, the right. 10 inch one was super small. You know, Andy, the, you can just order
3: breadsticks yum. in the future, and it's basically the same thing. <laughs> you're right sorry i just can't get over that my wife would literally <laughs> she, she would crucify me if i said i wanted just just sauce on my pizza i don't i don't think that's even a pizza i mean why do i mean you, if
2: you have dietary restrictions you gotta you gotta have some joy in life
3: i mean it's but I, if i had those kinds of dietary i would just like accept the fact that i could never enjoy proper pizza i just wouldn't even order it like you're, you're only I getting had, the... <laughs> you know, before, like for
2: the longest time i hadn't had pizza in like five years and then like my family just because we got a barbecue thing pizza stone and they just kept on making pizzas I'm oh like, dude that's
3: right. that is cold
2: <laughs> and then it's actually I tried, like vegan cheese and vegan cheese is
3: not good so is it like dairy or is you just you're just a vegan you just don't want to eat anything that no comes...
2: i'll eat meat i just don't i have just Strange dietary restrictions because I can't Hard. eat like fried food, greasy food. I can't drink alcohol. I haven't had alcohol in like six years for the. the bubble
0: guts, right? Huh? You get the bubble guts, right? Well, they are bubbling.
2: It's, it, c- yeah. I won't <laughs> yeah. go into my personal medical history to for the,
3: the audience. He gets gassy. Okay, it's just he just gets gassy. Real gassy. <laughs> That's
0: why I have the, okay, the Gas X. Okay, so around. so. I have confirmed personal pan pizzas or personal pizzas are between six to eight inches. And you ate a thirteen inch pizza, so that's okay, almost that double. Makes me feel good about double a personal but without pizza. cheese. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's no cheese, so it's a little bit better for you, right?
2: <laughs> well, then also <laughs> you know, was like I wanted, I wanted like to put a bunch of veggies on it, but they're just like we only have ham and pineapple. I'm like, all right. We're doing this.
3: So so wait. Do you have do you, so do you you don't put parmesan cheese on just like a, a cheeseless pizza, right? Like that defeats the mm-hmm. purpose. Yeah. No, he does. What he about does. red? What about red he pepper? Like, do you put anything on a yeah. sauce pizza? You put red pepper, or I put like sriracha. He orders sriracha. Sriracha. You put sriracha on a sauce pizza? Double sauce, baby. I can I can Dude. get behind
1: that. I, I'm a big sriracha guy. That that part I I stand. Well, the one thing <laughs> I do actually like is like a barbecue what? chicken pizza. <laughs>
3: Oh, I've, I've I mean, like I've heard of like ranch on pizza. For, I don't know for some oh, reason it's like a I've, thing people do. But a sriracha, I think I'd prefer the ranch. In all honesty, like I don't, I don't.
2: I like spicy. I mean, yeah, but sriracha
3: spicy. I mean, that's like that belongs on totally different dishes. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> Fair, I mean, it, it just it just
3: happens. If, if you like...
1: read the sriracha label, it says it goes well on pizza. It, says, it calls out pizza, hot dogs, and hamburgers. Dude, and that is. I've wild. had sriracha hot dogs. That's weird. and, yeah, and that's that weird. Good. But I, do- when I went hot to Dodger dog. Stadium.
2: They had a picante dog, and I don't know. It was like inside the the casing.
1: Uh, Dennis, can you clip mm. that audio, please? <laughs> Pica- picante dog.
2: Picante, picante dog. dog. <laughs> <laughs> and I had they had new veggie dogs at Dodger Stadium too, and I tried those, and they're okay.
0: Mm, boy. For a veggie dog, they're good. <laughs> All right, Greg. Random question, nothing to do with hardware or anything we we're just talking about. But has anybody ever told you that you have the name of like a kingpin bad guy in like a '80s movie set in Miami, Greg Salazar? Wait, even the first name? The whole name, Greg Salazar, or just oh, the last I didn't name? Wait, in the '80s? Yeah, cause like really, I'm I'm imagining in my brain, and and this is like how I make really odd random connections. Like I'm thinking of like a Miami Vice, you know. And you'll, you got the two cops, right? and they're like, you know, we got to get Salazar. You know, he's doing too much. He's going crazy. He's running over the city. You're gonna get <laughs> too he's too going to get Salazar. He's going down. PCs. <laughs> he's cleaning too many computers.
3: I, I have heard the – I've heard of – of um, I think his name was Franco Salazar or something, like a, a Portuguese dictator who was a pretty, pretty rough dude. Um I've heard of – oh, there was another – salazar some francisco salazar something um but i have not heard that i mean i always get the salazar slytherin thing from harry potter like that people always connect those two for some reason but um i don't i don't know i am that's just reaching <laughs> i think i mean i i like my last i mean the last like salazar sounds cool but but like greg is just like it's like being called tim like nobody's intimidated by tim you know so like they they see my first name and they're like, all right, this dude's like a doughboy. And then like they read Salazar and like I'm not sure what to think now. You know. <laughs> like,
0: know. That's where you go with the full name Gregory Salazar, right? And then it sounds ah, a little bit yeah. more scary, right? Gregory it has like, more weight to it. Yeah. Like because Pope, like Hope like Gregory? Yeah. yeah. Who who goes by who goes by the full name Gregory, right? Like there there's. There's a certain level of confidence and almost like scariness if you go by the full the full <laughs> name, right? It's like Mike no. Yeah, I'm going
3: to make you say all of it, not
0: just part yeah. of it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> do you have
2: any like random family like con- like people that famous in the past
3: that you're related to?
0: There's actually a dictator. Now. <laughs> yeah, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why he came over.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's the one I always hear though. That's the one I always hear is like the the Portuguese dictator. But I I do um I I so I, I opened up Ancestry.com like a while back. I traced my dad's side of the family back to it's weird. It's like we, we know that they came from Spain, but we don't know when like it, it had to have been pre-seventeen hundreds because I went back as far as like pre-Revolutionary War and could not find any instance of a family member crossing the atlantic um mm-hmm. i did start to see a lot of Pont de leon names show up like in the six like in the it was like early 1700s late 1600s but i i don't think there's any like real connection there like he it would be like amelia de ponce de leon you know so like of the family but not like a direct descendant i didn't see anything like that so yeah i i think that's probably the biggest stretch i can make uh, uh at all of being related to anyone yeah. famous but
1: imagine if you took a dna test and it showed you that your great grandpa was the first human to ever clean a computer <laughs>
3: <laughs> they have like his whole like service history yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be amazing. Uh, I would love to do like, um, I mean, on the subject of, of cars, like when you were talking about having like a car cleaning channel, um, I I would love to, like specialize maybe in like engine bays or something that's not, you know, because a lot of the car detailing channels will do like the interiors, they'll do the exterior, the body work and things, they'll 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 polish and and all of that, but like, there's already a lot of channels that do that, and I, I don't really want to just like piggyback off of of, of what they already do. I, I would prefer to have, like, a niche where, like, it's something, some part of a car that's always neglected. Like, maybe. Um, I got it. Tires. I'm, I'm ready. ready. I got
1: it. You clean the car of people who have toddlers. Because mm-hmm. my car, my, my, I, ha- I, I bought a new car right before the pandemic when my daughter, I think she was just a little over 18 months because we ran out of space in our old car. And since then you know my car is basically like just covered in milk stains yeah uh, there's like i have like uh there's bits of broccoli that are stuck like inside of a speaker that i can't oh. get out <laughs> uh, Wait, so like,
3: so what color's your interior cuz that's that's the first it's like a beige
1: like a yeah well that's
3: the problem beige. i mean you yeah, got a I you got a light it. light interior color car yeah. yeah that's my wife wouldn't let me do it like i i wanted to get like her car is white, but it has a black interior. And I think that white with a tan interior looks really good. So I, I really pushed to get like a tan interior, like leather or whatever, and, and she, yeah. she would not let me do it. In hindsight, I think she was more or less right. Um the kinds of things our t- our toddler's done. I cannot imagine how much worse things would look if I had a bright interior. Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think uh I think cleaning interiors would be a cool niche i think
3: yeah well Uh, a lot of the car detailers do that though i mean they already they have the vacuums and they do like the the soap and the they run over the carpets like a hundred times and and make them look like i mean i i would do that i would get little
0: brushes right little detailing brushes yeah they get the little brushes and they go in the
3: cup holders and things like it looks satisfying i'm sure i would enjoy doing it i've enjoyed doing it in my own cars but i i don't I don't know. I just, I, I don't like following a trend. I like, I like starting something kind of new and in and, 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 and a way with the PCC series where it was like, okay, people have cleaned computers in the past, obviously, yeah. but the idea of like being able to do it for free and do it for local viewers, like actual viewer systems. Like that was the the cool twist that I wanted to take in that, in that playlist. But with like cars, I mean, yeah, I could do the same kind of service where it's like a free thing and I just monetize the videos. But I, I, that's why I was thinking maybe like the engine basers because like engines are always nasty, you yeah. know, like no one, no one ever opens those up and cleans them unless they, they, they take good care of their cars. And to be fair, it's, it's one of those things that's like, you don't see it. So just, you know, it's like the back of a motherboard tray. You just, if it, the right side panel looks like crap, who cares if they, you got the panel there, so no one's going to look in there. But, um, I feel like that would be cool. Like to, you know, degrease, get all the oil off, you know, clean the engine, the engine cover
0: and things. Um, I feel like I that would be a something different. Just splash it with water and degreaser and then let it go. Or like, is there like any. Scary oh, there's parts? like
3: a complex. I mean, there's, there's quite a bit. So like, you have to be careful with the electrical stuff, obviously. I figured, I mean, yeah. Um, the, the battery and things, I, I, I would probably try to remove the battery if it was in, in the engine bay. Um, but then a lot of things like, you know, you can get them wet. Um, yeah. You just don't want to leave them soaked for a very long amount of time. That's when you start getting a little bits of corrosion built up and stuff. I, I, think but, I, got, um...
1: I think I got I got another idea for you, Greg. Uh oh. <laughs> <All right>.
3: You're, <laughs> You're as a petroleum
1: engineer, imagine you make a channel where you convert people's electric cars into gas powered cars. <laughs> Literally the opposite.
3: Dude, I would get... Fl- reverse I would Elon. Get, I would get <laughs> reverse yeah, yeah. And like, and the whole
1: thing is like, you just try to get like the worst gas mileage possible.
3: Oh, yeah. Put like a 427, like like a big block, like a Chevy yeah. big block in like a Model a 3. <laughs> yeah. Like, look, sorry, dude. There's no room in your trunk uh, or your hood. So we're going to have to put this in your back seats. And we're just going to put like a little cardboard wall up between your front seats and the back seats. That way you don't breathe in noxious gases. So you don't die. But it. It, just trust me bro like, yeah.
1: like, uh, actually that's actually an interesting thing is like as a car guy like are you planning on getting an electric car soon
3: i've thought about it um it's really difficult for me to get over the fact that i can't hear the car um apart from the weird yeah. kind of whistling sound that you get from from don't from they older. make fake
2: noises to like? <laughs> so yeah, they do. That? and that's
3: arguably worse i'd rather hear nothing than fake noise um so I- if i did it would be like the white car like i've, I've considered a tycon a or something but she doesn't like how, how little space there is in the, in the trunk in the even the trunk I think there's decent space frunk. there but it, it's just not it's not feasible for the kinds of things she wants to use her car for so that, that's why we have a, a crossover kind of SUV but um like with my cars I can't I, can, I couldn't imagine one of them being completely silent like I, I love hearing the engine I love hearing the exhaust note and, and I, I just it's one of those things I can't give up I don't think I could anytime if I if I did buy one like for me it would have to be like my third car or something like like a, an extra car i just had if i was just rolling in cash i'd just buy another one for the heck of it and just have it to choose from but i couldn't replace one of mine now with with an electric car it would it would be too big a sacrifice in my book
2: i know i know from like the auto manufacturers they're like going in hard at
3: least like detroit yep. is. yeah is yeah i know though, audi's, though audi's going right. like full electric and and um or Volkswagen, I mean, um Chevrolet and all that. And I think like 2026, 2028, a lot of them are wanting to be like almost fully like electric vehicle manufacturers, um, which will be I mean, I, I think it's inevitable. I, that's that's the trend, that's how things are gonna turn out. Uh but I, I think I think really all that's gonna do in the end is just hike up the sale prices of rare and exotic. Petrol engine, yeah. car. Um, so it's more of like an like because I know everything's changing now, like uh, most you know, gasoline engines are going to be extinct more or less in 10 years. Um, it just makes me want to hold on to mine even more because they'll be that much rarer gems in the future. You know, when, when you can't just go out and buy a new one, you have to buy a used one. So, used car prices are going to you know shoot up as a result. And uh, uh, this is for few cars, obviously, not like a Toyota Corolla, it's probably not going to go up in value if you can buy a brand new you know electric toyota corolla for the same price but but um sports cars i think that's where it's really that's where you're really going to see value start to shift within the decade i would say mm.
1: do you think cars with a bunch of empty honey stick containers are going to go up in value I, I like and Andy,
3: you should hit up a few like i would just bring your car to a dealership and just get like a fair and like just get an estimate you know because it's, it's tough to find those in cars. I've never really heard of that before, so I think it's, they're pretty rare. It's
1: tough to find honey sticks in general. The only place I've ever seen honey sticks for sale, like I'm not even – You've got to know where to shop. <laughs> it's the swap meet. Like I've only seen them for at the swap meet. When I've you never seen them in any store. I've never seen them like – You don't know where to shop.
3: <laughs> yep.
2: <laughs> you got to go to Sprouts. That's where they have them and Mother's Market, the pretentious yeah. hippie markets.
1: <laughs> basically like. Andy, I'll go to Northgate,
0: gate, bro. <laughs> I go to Northgate. <laughs> I'm buying my beans and my and my and tortillas there. <laughs> I'm not buying honey sticks.
2: <laughs> well, the ones at the swap or like the farmers markets, they have flavored ones. So they will have like watermelon, which is like mango. Then it's Wait, not honey. Flavored
3: honey? You mean honey? flavored honey. What the heck, dude? Like, what? It's what is... so
2: delicious.
0: At what point does it just stop being a honey stick and it's just like a flavored stick of like yeah they're just (laughs) using
3: the honey for the consistency for the viscosity and then they're just adding their own flavor like what is that it's like (laughs) it's good that's what it is and do you get any taste of the honey in there or is it just like exclusively watermelon or whatever flavor it is i haven't had one in a long time so i I couldn't tell
2: you or the 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 flavored ones like because the ones in the market are just like well the, the ones at mother's they have like mint which is gross i love mint but it just it just doesn't go well with honey. And they have like a cinnamon one and a lime one. It's huh. really the weirdest flavors they could pick. You do get the honey, but then it's like, oh, there's lime. Oh, there's mint.
1: Wait yeah, till you weird. find out there's dairy in there, Andy.
2: My <laughs> life is a lie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh. <laughs> um so Greg, uh what a, what's the plan for the for the one million uh threshold? On YouTube, oh,
3: I don't know. I I mean, if I, I mean kept houses. this, like, if I kept this growth rate up, I'll get there in about a year, uh, maybe a little under that. It just depends. Sometimes it's it's better, sometimes it's worse. But like we've been gaining about ever ever since specifically the PCDC series, we've been gaining about a thousand subs a day, maybe a little wow. more than that. Um, which again, I haven't I haven't really experienced in a good while. And a lot of the bigger channels, that's like normal for them. But for a channel yeah. in like the half a million range. Um, it's it's tough to get that kind of momentum started. So now that I've got it going, I mean that's it's now it's just I want to keep it. I don't want to lose it. Um so kind of keeping up the content that obviously does well, you now the cleaning series, the the, the fixer flop series that that's um actually doing about as well, if not better than the the PCVC series. I'm trying yeah, I like to start, the idea of that too. Like yeah, it's and it's the same idea like it's the same, you know, precipice like having having like or, or the, the not precipice, the, the same um premise. The, th- the same core of it, like where I'm just you know, using viewer builds, um, so that there's there's some kind of like personal factor there, but um, same idea. I mean, I, I don't you know I don't know what's wrong with the build, so I, I try to fix them. And people tend to like those kind of like treasure tr- or treasure hunting type videos. But uh, right. that's that's, that's my could... goal to keep that going. You hit a million subs, hopefully at some point, and um, maybe we'll I don't know. Honestly, if I know my, if, 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 if I'm being honest with myself, I'll probably just continue doing the same thing. And I, I won't even address, I mean, a million, like a, a sub count is just not really what it used to be. Yeah. Um, it'll be cool to get the plaque, but that's, a, I mean, that's really about it. It, it has no real milestone value anymore because sub counts really don't mean it. You could have a million subs and get a thousand views of video. You're not making any money. Right. So it's not really sustaining. Um, so I, I, I care more about viewer turnout in the long run. And, um, if, as long as I can keep my viewership, at least what it's at, even if we hit a million subs, I mean, that that's fine with me, but if I can grow it, uh, even more then that, that's, that's obviously the, the, that's the big win, but it's, it's very tough to do that, especially in this climate with how, uh, it's just so competitive now. I mean, not necessarily between like, you know, channel to channel, but there's just so many channels trying to do the same things right now. So being able to stand out is, is a, it's a form of art and
0: it's, it's difficult to, to keep up yeah, to be frank, it's like followers it's, on Twitch, right? Like you can have a million followers, but if no one's watching when you're live, then it doesn't really matter how many followers you have, right? Yeah, exactly. You know it's have. just a number. And
3: and honestly, if we're if we're if we're being honest here, like anyone can pump sub counts or, or Twitter follower or Twitch follower counts. Like, you could you could bought those if you wanted. You know, it's not going to change anything about how much money you make because at the end of the day. Half of those bots. If you have a half a million subs and you you, you bought half of them, <laughs> yeah. Or you you bought half a million subs to get there. Your your viewership's gonna be the same. You know, bots still yeah. any money. So I. Are I, they doing know. giveaways it's, or something, right? Yeah, like like knowing that it all can be manipulated is just. I think that's another reason why it just detracts from the, the excitement of hitting that kind of milestone. Yeah.
2: And then I know a lot of
3: YouTubers got like only
2: five percent of you are subscribers.
3: Like yeah. That's true too. Um, my, my turnout's actually, it's, it's pretty, so recently it's been about 25, 75. So about 25% of my viewers are subscribers That's and great. about 75% aren't, which is, which is interesting. It, for me, it's always been about half. Um, it's always been about 50, 50, but now with these two playlists coming out and we're, we're reaching a wider viewer base, I've noticed that that ratio is compl- like just completely lopsided. So now it's most of our viewers aren't subscribers which i i would prefer actually um i mean you you can always kind of you know you, you can you can sustain yourself with the same kinds of viewers over and over but the idea is to grow to expand to bring in new people uh, new potential um long-term quote unquote investors people who, who will you know devote time to watch your videos and comment and, and, and engage um, so i i prefer it this way um it's actually something i embrace because it means that i'm i'm reaching people who i haven't already reached and that's that's a good thing in this industry yeah.
0: and it's just you on the channel right like there's there, there's is there is there anyone else who helps you with anything like even like editing thumbnails nothing like that nah
3: I, there were intermittent times when i had you know i had people doing the edits and stuff sometimes right. holding the camera but 99 percent of the time it's just me doing everything and and i i like that um it, it's it sucks because sometimes you have long nights, but uh, I like being in in control. I mean, that sounds super controlling, but that's just how I like it because I, I know that at the end of the day, if I fail, there's no one else to blame but me. So I right. I, I when
2: you yeah. you and plus the more selfish thing is you only have to pay yourself and like yeah like this with is which LMG, very true yeah with an LMG who has yeah. like 50 employees yes has- yep.
3: And, be, and that's and that's Linus's place. See, like, his his approach to it, I mean, it makes sense. Like, his approach is, is scale in, in a much greater sense than mine. So if if you think of it, we're kind of doing the same things. Whereas, like, he's interested in bringing a lot more people on board because he knows that the more people he has, the faster he can scale it. So he's turning it into a, a multi, multi-million dollar business. Uh, yeah, whereas for group, me, right? I mean, I'm not even close to making a million dollars a year. So the scale is a lot smaller, but I'm only paying one person, right? So we're that's achieving overhead. the same yeah, we're achieving the same kind of end goal. But at the same time, I'm not as concerned about, about that kind of like corporate growth, because I feel like I lose a bit of control in in the the, the direction of the content, the direction of the company, you have to delegate at that point, you know, one person cannot sustain those many, that, that many channels. And and, and, you know, handle all the admin, all the accounting, all that crap. I mean, I can't imagine doing taxes for 10 different companies. You know, it's just got to be freaking insane.
0: Well, so, so you pay someone to do it, right? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Like, you have to. Like you have to point, and, yeah. and I
3: see, I, yeah. I like being able to do all that. I do my own taxes. I, I like learning those things as I go. Um, there have been times that I've made mistakes on my, on my tax returns. And I've had to go and mail in freaking amend, uh, amended tax returns and crap. Like, it's just part of the process. I, I'd much rather do that myself and not pay anybody and, and kind of learn from those mistakes than pay somebody, pay an accountant over $1,000 to file my, my corporate taxes for me or my personal taxes for me and learn nothing from it, you know? So um, I, I look at it more like a, like a learning experience. Um, there's still a, a whole lot I don't know about about management and finance. But um, but I, I learn more every day, and, and, and that's something I, I take pride in because it, it's very easy to just go out and delegate, you know, buy a service from somebody. And it's good to support a lot of the smaller companies especially, but I've never been the kind of person to, to do that. I'd, I'd rather make the mistakes myself.
0: At what point do you think you'll have to make a decision when you'll have to, like, kind of bring people on or just stay kind of where you're at because it's just, like, not sustainable for you to, like, continue putting out, like, a ridiculous amount of content? So I have um, a way I've actually countered
3: that. So I have run into that before. Um, and a way that I have avoided the necessity of bringing on someone else full-time or even part-time for that matter uh, is I have scaled back the number of videos I produce, mm. um, which obviously has its downsides. I mean, your, yeah. your revenue, all things equal will drop, assuming you're, you know, you're, you're making the same amount of money per video. The number of ad slots where you can run like an NZXT pre-roll for something, like I don't have as many videos to place those kinds of ads in, so that revenue drops. So all of that across the board is reduced but at the same time I'm saving money by not hiring somebody. So there's the balance there and that's yeah. how I rationalize it. And at the same time I get to keep that control. So that's how I've, I've that, that's how I've avoided that. I mean, I'm at the point now where hiring somebody would definitely be advantageous in a number of ways. Yeah. Um, but I, I also find every day new ways to, to do things faster. I, I become a lot more efficient and I find that the time it takes to train somebody to do the things that I do every day, it just, it's, it's not worth my time to be frank. I'd rather just continue creating content, cleaning systems, fixing systems, um, the kinds of things that people like seeing. I'm already, I would say pretty good at doing those yeah. things and I don't really see a need to change anytime soon. And when I get to a million subs, if that ever happens, um, maybe we can have this conversation again.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, and it's also like, you know, this also like, you know, uh, it was kind of a loaded question because like you don't necessarily need to bring someone on, right? Like if you're consistently coming up with like really interesting content, like like the deep cleaning stuff, right? You'll you'll still continue to see that growth, right? It's just like, it's just like a do you focus on like the amount of content that you're putting out versus super high quality every now and then content, right? Like there's there's certain creators who I know they don't upload often, but as soon as they put out something, I'm like right there because I want to see the next thing they have coming out because the quality yeah, like is so the high. Of the world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there, yeah, There's them. There's like um, this is one guy really like I don't think I've seen him upload in like a year, maybe two years. Uh, Captain Christian, he does really, really amazing, super well edited uh, video essays. Yeah, the last video he uploaded was was a year ago. He's got only thirty videos, five hundred thirty eight thousand subscribers, right? And yeah. So every he's video, pulling
3: in like per video a ton of
0: yeah, a ton of people. Yeah, like four hundred thousand views per video around there, one point six million. But he hasn't uploaded in forever, right? Um, so the, you know, and, and then there's, I'm trying to think of people who actually do upload, but don't upload very often. I don't know. Um, like
3: I, I know one of them comes off the top of my head is, um, Jake Rober. Like he's, he's yeah. really good at those kind of like, you know, the sciencey, like or scientific videos. What's up? Mark Rober. Mark Rober. Sorry, Jake. <laughs> Rober. What am I thinking? Yeah. yeah, yeah Mark Rober. Sorry. I um, love Mark Rober. Yeah. I, I, his videos are freaking awesome, but a guy uploads maybe once a month, if that, you know, and, and it's, it's one of those things where he's he's able to spend a lot more of his creative and productive time into one video. Whereas like channels like ourselves, um, where it's, it's, you know, maybe a one man, two man show. And we feel the need to produce more content because that ultimately drives revenue. Um, we don't get, we don't get to spend that much time on video production. Um, so you, you have two different ways to approach it where it's like, Honestly, it comes down to quality versus quantity. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of like a, a balance there. Um, you could pump out a video every day as a one-man show, but half of them probably won't be all that quality in the yeah. sense of like production value doesn't feel that great. I'm sure it's been done, but it's very difficult to do. Um, and then you could also take the approach where you do one video a month. And if you're pulling as many views as Mark Rober's pulling, yeah, then you, you, you know, <laughs> It makes sense. Like yeah. you, you can sustain that. Uh, the problem is, if I did that, you know, and my video got 100,000 views, and I didn't want a month, like, that's, that's not, you know, that's not going to cut it. Um, so it's risky to venture to that point where you can space out your videos that much, the people that can do it, honestly, are, are the ones that have full time jobs already, and don't really have much to lose by taking that chance, because they already have steady income, or their channels that have started with quantity first and have slowly spread out their content to where now it's becoming more of a a quality thing and they're less they're less worried about getting videos out every day Um, assuming they're again a one or two man show now if you're linus and you can hire 50 people and they can all kind of handle their own things you can still keep production quality up and publish a video a day it's possible but then you've got the sheer scale of employee wages you've got all the different you know insurances associated with that taxes facilities um, you know it's just it just becomes a lot and that's something that i've frankly just not wanted to take on i I don't (laughs) i don't want to deal with the logistics and the paperwork behind hiring a full-time employee
0: it's It's got to take a special person to like manage that number of like people and things going on like yeah you have to hire somebody to manage the people who are being hired (laughs) like it's
3: (laughs) there's a job for everything you know (laughs) yeah Uh, you gotta hire an andy to do your pr (laughs) yeah yeah i guess but
2: um (laughs) what kind of youtube content beyond car or
3: tech youtube do you like gravitate towards um uh, actually quite a bit of like minecraft content i know that sounds like like a troll but honestly i I just (laughs) like watching minecraft youtubers i don't know why um it's just it's just enjoyable i feel like it's a relaxing game freedom to do whatever you want um There's also, I mean, obviously, like, the car channels. Um, I like watching um, a lot of the big car channels out there. Tavares, who we've, we've actually collaborated with a few times. Whovi's um, Garage. Uh, not so much, like, the car racing channels. I do like watching CarWow for their drag races and things. Um, but that's that's pretty much it. It's a very, like, you know, there might be a random, just spontaneous video every now and then that has nothing to do with what I previously watched. Um, I'm really big into Formula One, so I watch a lot of, like, Formula One recaps. Um, I've watched watched a lot of like historical Formula One reviews of like entire seasons, um, things like oh, that. Cool. But I, I've never I've never really like I, I don't know I, I've I've never really had like tons of time spent on on just consuming YouTube content. Usually it's if I'm being honest. Usually if I have downtime, it's like I'll pull up TikTok and just scroll through a bunch of different like, little <laughs> clips, or I'll be on Twitter just scrolling through tweets, um, or or making, you know, working, <laughs> if I'm not doing anything else, I'm probably just editing videos because that takes up a majority of my day, to be honest.
0: <laughs> yeah, for me, it's a lot of video essays. I watch a lot of video essays on whatever topics, like, uh, this it, is one yeah. channel, yeah, it's one channel called uh, Ahoy, who's also really, really well edited, um, and again, similar stuff, right, they don't put out a whole lot of content, but it's like, they'll talk about, um, like, he, a lot of his videos center around, like, weapons and guns. And like a little bit on like the history of the weapon, where it What's shows a up show in games. Ahoy, of, ahoy! Yeah, I'll I'll link it in the in the chat here, and also for the for the Discord peeps.
3: Oh yeah, one point six one million.
0: Yeah, and like he has videos on like explosive barrels in video games, and he goes on like the first you know instance of where like an explosive barrel came in, like what the role in like gaming that that you know particular like element of a game has, or like um, you know like I don't. Know, P90s rocket launchers. I mean, just scroll through his channel. He does a really good video, um, like The Year Video Games Died, a, a retrospective on, like, Doom and, like, the history of Doom and, like, things that inspired it. So it's, it's a really good channel. It's, 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 like, it's, like, educational, really entertaining. The editing is just, like, top-notch. It's super well-stylized. He's, this guy does a really, really good job. I like uh, his thumbnails. They're very simplistic, and that's yeah. actually really attractive. Super clean, yeah. This is really good stuff. But, I mean, he puts videos out. The last video he put out was two months ago. And Before that was nine months ago, so you know, it's obviously like you know, and like that, that nine month video, 500,000 views, is about video game box art back in the day. It's like really big, chunky PC, you know, when you can still buy a PC game in the store, those big boxes that they came in for whatever reason, right? You yeah, have like yeah. just the jewel case that's like this big, and then and then the actual box is like five times as huge, you know? Yep, like yeah, this of he like every like six months, it looks like something like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, but again, right? It's like you know, you're, you're hitting two million people with one video, right? And they're like an hour long. And, you know, I can assume the people who watch this kind of content are probably have like really high view retention rates, right? Where they're watching the entire video through, right? Like, I'm not going to halfway watch the first video game video and then just say, okay, I'm done with this, right? Like, you're going to watch the whole thing, right? It's like watching a movie yeah. pretty much.
3: Hmm. Wow, this is, yeah, that's really cool. Now, in like seven, eight years ago, he's got like content every other
0: week. It looks exactly, like, yeah. Yeah, week. and then you see the transition, Um, yeah
3: exactly say spreads it out and that's the thing like i feel like most channels there's another channel like watching engineering explained and he started uh, i think he just made the announcement recently where he's actually going to like scale back his uh the amount of content that he uploads and and I, i think that's just a natural progression i mean once you once you are able to pull more views per video um you could do one of two things you could either continue on your path where you're 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 making more money because increasing viewership and you've got the same number of videos uh, or you kind of scale back the number of videos and you can still maintain the same amount of income that you've had before and if anything you can still grow that viewership on those on those videos that take longer to produce you can spend more time in them, increase you know production value uh and and grow that way too and honestly if i had it if i could have it that way i would totally do like one or two videos a month i mean that would be awesome like i'd have so much time to just like you know spend Building the video, turning it into more of like a documentary type thing. Um, I would love to have the ability to do that. I just, I just know in my current, in the current state on this channel, I just, it's just not possible. At least yeah. not as it's you know one of the major sources of
0: income. Yeah, there, there is one channel I saw, and I can't remember the name of it, but they, they, they would do like a pretty weekly, weekly like release schedule. But then on the background, they'd be working on like a much bigger, more ambitious video. But that would take like five, six months to put out. But when that video right. comes out, that thing's on Reddit. It's sitting Twitter. People are talking about it. I can't remember off the top of my head what it's called. But um, yeah, you know, there's 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 also you know, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's 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 the content game, right? There's there's whole so many things that go into it that you know that can make it easy, hard. That you know help with those views, all kinds of crazy stuff. So. there's this youtuber
2: that i like it's a baseball youtuber it always has to come to baseball with me (laughs) but um i think i've shown it to ivan his name's foolish baseball and he was talking about on his second channel that how like a video he how he envisions like a video like there's like your writer dies then like the next people are like casual baseball fans and the next ring is like casual sports fans and it like as you get out bigger, like then the mainstream people kind of go in, and then he, when he says like when he makes a video, he always tries to, like get out towards the upper echelons of that ring, so he can start growing his channel, because people like me who donate to him on Patreon, you know, like I
3: watch his videos constantly. Yeah, you're you're devout. Yeah, because you because you invest. I mean, you're actually like monetarily investing into the, into the content. Yeah, my name's in a video too. So. I know, I'm so I'm special. Does that work? I mean, like, I've never, like, when I used to have a Patreon, I really didn't do anything with it. I mean, like, I felt really guilty because, like, I never really had a purpose behind it. It was just like, hey, give me money. But, like, I don't, I just don't, I, I never really felt like just being able to put someone's name in at the credits part that of the video, like, justified a $5 a month donation, you know? I don't know.
2: He does monthly Q&As. That... So, like, every, like,
3: once a month?
2: With So with his benefits with the Patreon, it's just $5. You, the first month you donate, you get your name in a video, a non-sponsored video, because he is very like, clear about that. Then you get to listen to his monthly Q&As. And I like him well enough to listen to his thoughts on baseball and ask him a question. You
3: know. yeah so i mean in your eyes it's it's worth five bucks because you're getting it's like five one-on-one bucks. time with them basically and yeah. basically uh-huh. i want him to grow too like
2: like he's my favorite youtuber like
3: you know yeah so well, like I, I, money helps i mean if we're being honest having money helps helps you grow if it's used in much. the right way it definitely <laughs> does so yeah
0: all right, well, um, I don't want to keep you for too long, Greg, because I know you got a, a very busy day ahead of you cleaning computers and cleaning engineers <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, i got to pick up one soon, actually. Yeah, but uh, before we call it, uh, do you have any questions for me, Ivan, and Andy? Hmm. I think we're going Okay, about. all
3: right, all right. I want you all to be candid with me. Here we okay. go. This is the NZXT Discord server. So I wasn't, <laughs> I, I wasn't planning on asking this question, but you've given me the platform, so here uh, we go. Oh, no. To each of you, what is the best thing about working for NZXT and the worst thing about working with NZXT? I want oh boy. candid answers here. Okay. Who he wants to go first? The best first. thing is
1: Dennis and the worst thing is, is Andy. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the best thing for me is uh, the people, to be honest. Like everyone, like I know I, I make fun of Andy a lot, but it's literally only because I love Andy. Like Andy, Andy's like my like favorite person at NZXT cuz he just cracks like, up all day long I can I can just like stare at him and like have a fun time and it'd be <laughs> with Dennis too but everyone at NZXT is like super fun to work with um That's cool. my least favorite thing about working at NZXT is probably uh honest this is going to sound really dumb but working remotely like like I just I'm actually in the office now but um this last year and a half man it was I I didn't like it at all uh I didn't like working remote um is it the kind of
3: company where you could like easily transition between the two or I mean it depends on your
1: job you know like for like our jobs yes like you know it's we just like you know instead of sitting in the office together we're like we're just going to be on Zoom all day but no. Like I, I didn't like that at all. Like I wish the, we could all just stay in the office. But
2: the hardest thing for me, like kind of working remotely, is shipping things. So like if I have a product that we're launching, I like doing it remotely, because like the warehouse is such a like mess, so to speak. Because <laughs> you know we're constantly growing and getting more inventory, and they're like we need to move your stuff, and they're like we don't know where these Z590 motherboards are. And then and I'm like well. Mm. I don't know where they are because I'm not here. So yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it's just something that was easy for me. I just go here, ship this. Mm-hmm. Here's the shipment number. Do that. Now it's just it like it, it. Something that could take two hours, like takes days. Wow. And it's no. super frustrating. Mm. What so, you know,
0: Andy? Sorry. The dog's chewing on the freaking toy. Uh.
2: <laughs> I've, I like being in PR cuz it's fun cuz I get to talk to cool people like Greg. And I think
0: this kind of goes
2: into I like traveling cuz I got I've oh, like yeah. to have the, the ability to travel cuz Yeah, you're always
3: at the shows, right? You were at Yeah, Computex I don't think I've I met you.
2: you in America to be honest. Like I don't,
3: like, <laughs> I don't actually think so. <laughs> cuz I I've met
2: you on in Asia and then in yep. Canada like Yeah, true. Like, yeah,
3: you were there twice and you went you went both times. Was it maybe all three times? I don't remember. Have you gone every year to Computex? Only one. Only one? Okay, I was trying to remember. I know I saw you once, but I could have swore I saw you a second time there. I don't remember. So, yeah, okay. So that was when you guys had all the new, like, the H700i and the H... Like the, you the, had the,
2: the the ten refresh H ten yeah that's right the, that, that was when the time. elite was announced must have that's been the guy with honey on his mustache <laughs> well I didn't e- eat during that week because like I was locked up in the the Hyatt in Taipei. Um, oh, you didn't eat,
3: did you not? Do you not like Asian food? Do you not like no? Like, I, I was working too much. That oh, like, God. I <laughs> you know what you gotta do, man. Hit up that sushi express, just pull off a few sushi plates from the uh, from the conveyor belt, and then Easy you'd be peasy, on your yeah. way, man. That's how you do it over there. I actually,
1: said that at CopyTex, he survived by, on eating candy. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Oh my gosh!
3: gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. But, but Sauce back, only candy back
2: on that. I the travel is awesome because I like with you know. I mean, it's a lot of work. Doing a convention is a lot of work. Hmm. And, like, I kind of low-key was burnt out on them, but now I I miss them because there's something about, like, the grind I I miss. And then, like, seeing a bunch. It's like you're in a bubble. You're, like, divorced from reality, you know. All the world's problems are, you know, there, but we're just talking about games or hardware. And then I get – and getting FaceTime with the people I interact with is just so helpful to me nope. and i feel i get better at my job because people hopefully think i'm not a slime bag <laughs> or just i'm not a name in an email anymore you know who andy is now. that's always kind of fear right yeah yeah <laughs> but i guess then it goes to the least favorite part um i i already said shipping but
3: I mean that's a good one. Like, I yeah. mean, I, I kind of understand how frustrating that could be if you if you're used the to logistics. it being very efficient and swift and and quick, and then like now you've got to follow I up. I just slack like eight people. I'm yeah. like, all
2: right, I got like to my boss. Do you approve of this? I'm like, all right, accounting. Do you approve of this? All right, shipping people. Then uh, they're like, oh, I'm not here. It's the night shift, and they're like, okay. And then like here's the shipment number. Just like, uh then yeah. yeah.
3: It's automated. I mean, I'm surprised you guys don't have like an automated process for that where it's like you just put something in a queue and then like it's already kind of like passed through all they got to do is just like click a button like approve and then it moves automatically to the next you know uh, department and then and then it circles back to you finally you get the approval and then you can you know ship it out
2: hopefully that's down the line Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, then also
3: like shipping builds because the build team is so busy. So I'm like, hey, I need you to ship 15 builds. That was something I wanted to ask you was, was how how you guys are faring with like the, the, the graphics card market the way that it is. I mean, like, is it, it are you, are you not feeling the effects of it too? Or like your prices are kind of having to reflect the, the scarcity of cards or and just how expensive things are across the board? Um, uh, I get yes. <laughs> oh, that's a great pr
1: answer andy
2: <laughs> well no because there's like as you everyone knows there's so many factors because there's a the shortage of demands through the roof yeah um tariffs and it and i think people don't understand because like when nvidia says this card is worth like a 3070 is like 500 msrp yeah allegedly mm-hmm. but you know the added board partners yeah, on what planet, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we've
3: always and then, been transparent
1: with our pricing, like you, when you order a computer. Yeah, you see the, the you, breakdown.
3: Yeah, which is uh, good. So you know, y- yeah, you can kind of see if you know the market well, you can see kind of where your margins are, and they're not. They're obviously not large, which is why I've I've always been a fan of BLD. That's why we did those those yeah. videos for you guys. But but at the same time, I mean, when you're facing the same kinds of things that consumers are facing, and just on a much larger scale as a essentially a distributor, I mean, I can't imagine just. It
2: affect yeah. It affects us on the supply side, and it makes I mean, not that it makes us look like the bad guy because you know we're raising prices too. Right. And it's not, it's not because we want to. Yeah. Oh, so it just we have to make money too, and yeah. it's, it, it 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 just that's how the numbers end up. Someone
0: has yeah. to pay for Andy's honey sticks. Am I right? I mean. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I don't what, even think
3: we there? have things like that here in
0: Florida. I've never even heard of honey sticks. Neither shit. have I. I had to ask like, today. I, I, I had to how, ask what nice that was.
3: What's
1: your favorite and least favorite
0: thing about uh, So mine's literally like so I would say NZXT as a company, the worst part is the growth. The best part is the growth. Because there's so much happening right <laughs> now, right? We're growing at a really huge rate and it's kinda scary like to see where everything's gonna end up. A lot of People are asking a lot of things of us. I mean, me and Ivan have this conversation every 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 other day in like our you know one on ones. That like there's so much happening and so many people are asking things of 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 like me and Ivan in particular. You know like we want to tweet this, we want to shout out this. You know Seagate, WD Black, whoever else you know want you know we're partnering with them, so we need to tweet this or that. And it's like okay, I'm just gonna throw it into the queue wherever I can. Um, and this is you know like, like a
3: very good corporate answer. Like yeah. I hate the growth. Like that's like saying like,
0: growth, man,
3: that's like saying like, well, my, my, my biggest negative is that I, I work too hard. You know, I'm, I'm too proficient. Well,
0: yeah. like, so, so, okay. So this is actually coming from like a very almost like lazy standpoint where like I, I have worked jobs where like I'm doing contract work, right? Like I, before this and well, before this and my last job, I was doing freelance esports production. Right. So mm-hmm. we literally like get gigs to go work an event for three days for like 20 hour days or something. And i was like staring at counter-strike players or something and i was like hitting buttons and like moving stuff around right and that's that's fun um in its own way but it's also very stressful and like it just, just kind of kills you because like it's it's a lot of work all at once and then you're doing nothing possibly for a week two weeks right so i value the stability Events of having just, like yeah yeah no yeah like
2: it, even like when because i kind of took charge for ltx like that was a relatively small event and still that was just like exactly talking yeah. to the distributor like oh you need carpet yeah. Like, oh, let's
3: get a purple carpet. Oh, but we don't have it. But I could, like, I hey. could tell if I'm being honest, Andy. I could tell it at 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 LTX like you were like you. you I don't want to say stressed, but you looked pretty exhausted. I mean, by the end of it, like you no, looked like you, were, like you were. <laughs> and they just had come back from the vacation too. But that's a big
2: transition right i was in hawaii like in hawaii like literally as we were leaving i was calling our creative director and was like hey
3: <laughs> i need these mouse pads damn it now to be fair i mean in your defense like the NTXT booth at ltx was freaking popping like you guys had so many people around that booth the entire time so i mean i i it looked like it paid off i mean you seemed exhausted but at the end of the day i mean i think it was justified on just how you know the kind of turnout your booth had Um it's just, I, you know, I've never had to be on that side of it where I've, like, had to set up a booth and demonstrations and all that craziness. Like, I just get to show up and film it, you know? So, E3
2: 2019, I guess, like, since that's a more public, not E3 is not industry anymore, or E3 doesn't exist anymore. But when it did in its last years, I was, like, we had, like, a booth on the floor, and I was just standing there for, like, 12 hours, essentially. And it was, like, the only one. And people would come up to me, and I would give the, you know, like, oh, what is this? I'm like, oh, we're NHT. Yeah. And then, and then like, people are like, oh, do you do sponsorships? I'm really blowing up on Mixer, you know, I'm getting like 500 concurrence, you know, got a great community. I'm like, yeah, it's cool and all, but I'm, I'm sorry, I don't really deal with that. Like, yeah. if you're like email this email, if you know, talk about sponsorship inquiries, but like, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, and well, if you're, I mean, in... that's...
3: you probably have to repeat yourself a lot at those conventions too. I'm huh? like. Like and script. I uh. and
2: I had so much bang energy because their booth was right next to us. Oh my god. I dude. literally took like 50 cans. No, like...
0: I remember that I yeah. didn't it drink was... them all. I, I, I yelled at Andy. I was like, Andy, why are you going to grab another frigging can of this stupid bang stuff? And he's like, I just like collecting it. For, for what? For what? And then like he. It's he, the
2: kleptomania in me. Like, and, I don't know.
0: And then he <laughs> rolls up to the office with a giant bag of bang. Hey, guys, I got a giant bag of bang in, in the marketing room if somebody who wants to grab one. And I'm like, I'm not going to grab like five day old bang that's been sitting in your car, Andy. Like, who knows what's <laughs> been happening in that car? It's marinated with honey. Oh my God! But that's that everything.
2: It's <laughs> the Robin Hood in me. Like, if there's something free, I'll take as much and give them to all my friends. Yeah.
0: So, um, my my non-NZXT answer, right? Of like not wanting to work as hard because people keep bugging me for stuff. Who
3: wants to work hard? Right. Though? Exactly. That's, right. That's, that's right.
0: Brutal. I did the job for 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 comfort not for work, yeah. um, is, is honestly the social media thing. Uh, you, you see the best and the worst of people on social, right? You see like the nicest mm-hmm. individuals who are being super sweet and like, you know, shutting out your customer service team because, you know, someone did something nice or, you know, they're just really helpful. And then you get the really, really shitty, the yeah, the really shitty yeah. people. And like, we saw a lot of that during, during our pride celebration, um, just like, you know, a few days ago where like, you know, we, we lost like, you know, a ridiculous amount of followers on like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, because people were just unhappy. Could you change your
3: profile picture?
0: Because you're, we yeah, b- because we changed a profile picture because we were just supporting people in general and saying, Hey, people should have rights and they should be able to live happy, fulfilling lives. And they're like, forget that shit. I'm going to unfollow. I'm like, okay, then do it.
3: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. So like, yeah.
0: if you it's... see any, any snarky comments in response to those people, that was, that was literally all me. I told Ivan, listen, if someone acts dumb, I'm going to be right dumb. <laughs> I'm gonna go right back and be dumb back to them and tell them they're being stupid. And if you want to follow, have fun. We don't care about you. You're not the you're not the people that we need. Um, yeah,
3: that's one of those things. It's really like, it, yeah. I mean, I've purposefully avoided those kinds of things, like anything anything that can be twisted into some political crap. I just, I've I've tried to avoid because I know there's people like that on both sides. You're never gonna yeah. be able to please everybody. Yeah. And so I, I've taken a very agnostic approach to to my social media content, mostly, I mean, I'm sure somebody could dig up something and figure out my beliefs. But yeah. I mean, that, that's, I'm never gonna try to, I don't know, I, you just you, you can't win, you know, no matter what you do. I mean, I, I i appreciate the stance. I think it's very noble that you guys do those kinds of things and, and make those kinds of statements. I just, I, I, I know what happens, you know, that's, it, yeah, yeah. that's the that's the, the kind of payment that you have to pay. And it's unfortunate that that's the case, because it, it shouldn't, in my in my view, be something that warrants that kind of reaction that's just that's just
0: yeah, yeah and like I mean, come on. and like you you touched on something really really uh really interesting that actually like me and ivan and like the rest of us on the team have had, have had conversations over that like for us it's it's not really a political thing right it's just social in support of p- humanity in general right but people will turn it into oh a, yeah yep into like, exactly. a political thing and um yep you know and as to, well to as be things- honest
1: we mm- used to take a much or not a much more like a, a very totally sense. yeah. stance yeah. on yeah. like when our company was much smaller, like both in terms of like employees and our community, you know, like when it was basically just me like on on the social team and like we had a hundred thousand followers and like twenty employees or something like that. You know, and like I didn't know we had people in the LGBTQA community. But now, you know, we we have staff members who are Part of this community, we have community members who are part of this community. We yep. we have customers who are part of this community, and We're not just creators, like right? a handful of them, but yeah. a lot of them. And yeah. for us to just like ignore them is kind of you know, I you know we just feel like you know, we, someone's got to support them. So. It is sad to see people kind of unfollow and get mad at us and things like that. But at the same time, it's a blessing in disguise. I'd rather dance, not right? have
3: people like that follow yeah, me. Anyway. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If
0: that's how they feel, then yeah, it's just, yeah. And words. also like yeah. yeah, and also like when you have a big of a platform as we do, right? Even being a company, right? If you don't say anything, people would decide what you stand for, right? And that's kind of the sucky part, right? You you really can't be quiet. Um, a lot of times, because if not, then people just assume one way or another that you believe this or that, depending on just things that you've said or done, there aren't even related. So, um, yeah, you know, that's but, true. Yeah. And I've yeah. run into that too. Yeah. But and you you're mean, like,
3: and as a company, I mean, you guys are representing, right. A, a very noteworthy company, a very public company in the, yeah. in the piece of the industry. So it's, it, I mean, you're, you're under scrutiny no matter what anyway. So, you mm-hmm. know, it, it's, <laughs> if you, you, you have to pick a side more or less, it's not like you can, you can kind of force yourself to stay out of those issues when like you said you have employees who who identify as those and you know it could yeah. it, it be anything. it's important yeah 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 and, and at the end of the day you're not you're you're not hiring them because of that you're not hiring them you're you're, you're not not hiring them because of it either they're yeah. just they're people like everyone else they're people and um it, it just sucks that it that it comes to that it comes to that uh, yeah i mean the internet, no, man. And,
0: and like and, and and just like going into stuff that is that, that isn't even as serious or like or like as impactful right it's like you know during the during the early days of the pandemic you know we were struggling just like everyone else right because we were we had to adjust to a whole new way of working and mm-hmm. you know supply issues and just all kinds of stuff that just nope that like nobody could ever predict right and just the you know, you 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 appreciate the people who give you grace, and they like understand that you know that you're all people, and you're working, and you're trying to figure this thing out, and you. The things
2: uh-huh. just interject. The things that the people say to customer service agents are just like you wouldn't say that to a normal human because
3: there's yeah. it like. You wouldn't say that to someone's face unless you're. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're just they're cowards. They hide behind screens and they yeah. think that because they they're not face to face, they can say whatever they want without repercussion. And what's sad is a lot of time there are no repercussions for them, and that's why they know they can get away with it. And and you know it e- even even on my side, I mean, I, I don't know what it's like specifically on the customer service side, but I can just tell you in the YouTube comment section, they get oh, yeah. pretty pretty brutal. And and it's why like I I still every now and then I'll read something and I'm like. In hindsight, I'm like, why the like, why the hell am I even bothering reading this crap? Like, it, it, especially for videos that have been out for like a year or two. <laughs> like, one of the top comments of every one of those videos will be something negative. Like, it's just how YouTube yeah. works. I don't know how those like those like single negative comments work their way up the chain, but it's one of the first comments I'll see, and like, it's it, it's just, I can't help myself. I have to say something. You know, like I gotta <laughs> I gotta I gotta respond. I, I'm not the kind of guy yeah. that just keeps his mouth shut a lot of the time. I wish that wasn't the case. Get it, Greg. Get but, it. Um, I can't do it.
0: Let it out. <laughs> get
3: him, get him, get oh no, him, I get do. Now, now, what I do though, and, and I'm sure these people who have said these things have realized it. Um, I'll get a comment where it's just like completely off in left field. Just some. It could be derogatory. It could be just like some insinuation that I'm that I'm stupid because I said something that actually is true, but they don't know that it's true because that's how the internet works. So to them, it's not real and um, i'll i will literally light them up in that in a a reply and then what i'll do is i'll click on the little triple dot thing and i'll click hide user from channel so they get to read my comment and then they're like ghost muted for the rest of the channel's life which is it's a lovely way i think to respond because then it's just me and you it's not a public thing if you want to complain about me then i'll respond to you but that's it you know i'm not i'm not gonna like you know, publicize any of it because at first off that a kind of comment like that, I don't think should be on the channel to begin with. It's yeah. different when you're critiquing, when you're criticizing, um, the, you know, misuse of something, if I've done something wrong, that's, that's totally different. But when it's just like hate just for hate, because the internet's full of that, you guys know, it just, you know, sometimes I just want to give these people the middle finger and, and, and like to their face, like I totally would do that you know? <laughs> and and then mute them and then block yeah. them, then delete them, you know, <laughs> Yeah, what's interesting know. too
1: is uh you know like as someone who has to work in social media like i mm-hmm. i never really thought about like the impact it has on me or people you know until recently when i had a kid and i started like researching how how social media works and why people become addicted to it and why people go so but some people kill themselves over comments you know Yeah, yeah. and um, um thing, what yeah. i discovered is these social media platforms, a lot of them, I don't, you know, I don't know if all of them, but the, you know, the big players like Facebook, et cetera, they purposely show you negative content or content that they know that you're opposed to that. You're going to react to that. You're going to
0: engage with pretty much. It's all about engaging. It's all about It's yeah. all about
1: keeping you on that platform as long as possible. And if you see, yeah. so, if all you do is you just see stuff that you like and agree with all the time, You're not gonna. They're not gonna elicit a response from you. So it's like they're gonna show you the opposing viewpoint. They're gonna show you the things you don't want to see. I would not be surprised. I mean, if that
3: was a real thing, it very well might be. I I would not be surprised. There there. is a reason. That's that's years of evolution of social media platforms, right? Trying to figure out how to keep you on their platform for even longer. Even the
1: way that you refresh by swiping down. The reason it's like that is because it mimics a slot machine. <laughs> I'm not even making, making that up. That's
0: oh my the god! There is like a, a reason on, why. On like TikTok. on
1: Twitter, it has a nice, satisfying
3: pop, and then you yeah, see yeah. a bunch of like yep. new tweets. Right. And you're like, oh, okay. The <laughs> wow. With, uh, with uh, see, I love I love that kind of stuff. Like, I mean, like I think that's kind of dirty. because no, it is. Like, it's super dirty. But it's interesting, right? but but still, <laughs> but like you're, you're you're you know those kinds of like subliminal like mind tricks that these companies pull I me mean, it's just kind of fascinating like, that's where they draw their inspirations. Like from, from real game, like they know how addicting gambling is to so many people. Yeah. So you know what, we're gonna twist that around and we're gonna use it to our advantage yeah. in a much, much more quote unquote, innocent way, you know, or it's yeah. like, you're just, you're just refreshing your feed, but it's still, oh, so satisfying. Keeps you, keeps you on. You want to continue refreshing your feed. You're not gambling, but um, you know, you get that, you get that feeling, more or yeah. less. Yeah. That is crazy. I like that. Even,
2: like, when I was in one of my marketing classes back in the day, they like, how even Target is designed, like, it's very methodical like that because we had a representative from the company talk to our class, yeah. and she was saying, like, 99% of Targets, the reason why, like, the first thing you see is women's clothing because they determined, like, that, like, they're Target shoppers' women, so they want to, yeah. like, front load that and then also it's to the left because women have like a predisposition to like
0: lean she, to the left yeah. or something what and like
2: that's what she told us like, there's all kinds of weird you, consumer
0: psychology that like that almost sounds like mumbo jumbo and like it sounds like astrology or like crystals right it, it, <laughs> the like crystals told is, me
2: but like if you think that's... about it like, like the 5-10 targets that I've been to like 99% of them have women's clothes to the left where do they keep the
3: honey sticks <laughs> <laughs> in the very back? So they make you walk through the whole store, like from
2: next milk. to the Amiibos <laughs> and all the Nintendo crap.
0: Oh my I... God. That's so good. Oh <laughs> Bye. Bye. All right. Well, Greg, thank you for joining us, man. I really appreciate appreciate you hopping on and just chilling with us today.
3: Yeah, no, it was great. I love these kinds of conversations where it's just laid back and we just kind of talk about whatever. Those are always really fun. Never know what to mm-hmm. expect. and uh, it's been very organic. You guys are really cool, and I appreciate the questions from the chat and uh, the uh, questions you guys have brought up. Um, always fun talking about this kind of stuff. That's
0: how we do it, folks. That's how we do it. Um, any any last words? Any parting comments for the community? For us? For anyone?
3: Um, um, um I don't. Um, I don't know. Uh, may- maybe subscribe it's up to yeah. your channel. like subscribe you smack can do smack that, that bell. Yeah, cool
0: um <laughs> smack that bell yeah check boys. me out on
3: youtube if you don't know who i am hi my name's greg and I, I do pc stuff and uh yeah we can we can go from there but uh thank you all for for listening this far into the podcast if you're still listening i appreciate that i'm sure nzx does as well and thank you guys for for having me on um it's uh it's been a real real fun time uh real honor to to be on here with you guys
0: yeah thanks for being on really appreciate it super super fun all right, folks. And with that, thank you again for joining us, Greg. And thank you to everybody who tuned in. Remember to tune in next week at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time with the official NZC Discord server and follow at NZC on all relevant or relevant social media. <gasps> don't forget to listen to previous episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And if you would be so kind, leave us a positive review on the platform of your choice if it allows for that. And share your show, share the show with a friend, a mom, a dad, maybe someone you don't like. Share it with a Greg if you have a Greg in your life, you know. We all should have a Greg in in, in our lives. And with that, guys, thank you very much, and we'll see you next time. Bye.